1: Welcome to the University of Pleasure.
0: Where we have sexual conversation to help build a happier nation.
1: I'm Dr. Tara Jansen, licensed psychologist and certified sex therapist.
0: And I'm Jeremiah James, and I'm just a guy who likes talking about sex. Doc.
1: Hey.
0: It's snowing where you are right now, and it's only October.
1: I know, it's such a bummer.
0: (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Seriously, such a it was 80 degrees here yesterday and I was out walking you know like my Rottweiler puppy and we're just trotting through, feeling like the warm, summery, but not summer breeze in our I'm not, faces. I'm not
1: interested in your weather brags right now.
0: <laughs> Welcome back, folks, to the University of Pleasure. Hope you are all doing well. I'm doing great because it's super warm up here and I'm not freezing like the doc is in the frozen tundra of America. But it's okay because eventually it'll get cold here too and then we'll both be freezing and then everything will be back in balance. See, even when what I'm giving the doc a hard time about has nothing to do with just about anything, I do it only because it's all I have, people. (laughs) It's all what? I have when it comes to the doc because she's so smart. She knows so much. And then, like, you know it's bad when all you can do is be like, weather's better here than there. Suck it. I mean,
1: you know it's bad when all we have to talk about is the weather. <laughs> like, people are like, what a, what a fascinating podcast. <laughs> wow.
0: It's like yeah. two people
1: on the elevator that have no idea what to talk about with one another. <laughs>
0: It's true. It's true. All right. So, listen, let's get serious here for a minute. We hope genuinely everybody is doing well in these crazy, chaotic times, as we always say, and we hope you are finding a little bit of pleasure in these really kooky, kooky, we're living in this pandemic limbo slash election season slash winter is coming, Game of Thrones kind of feel. So, uh, we hope that you are all doing well. Today's episode is going to be a little different because this is going to be the beginning of a new segment. And, of course, I have volunteered to help launch this new segment, so to speak. I personally don't like the name that we came up with. Um, (laughs) And maybe some of the folks can write in and tell us what their thoughts are. I wanted to call this segment really shitty sex stories (laughs) and the doc was like ah no i throw the kibosh on that and then i said what about really really crappy instead of shitty sex stories and she still said no and then i said all right i've got a compromise what if we call it really horrible sex stories and she said that's not a compromise it's (laughs) (laughs) And she said, "Those are
1: just those are just terrible suggestions." <laughs> oh yeah,
0: basically across the board, universally, terrible suggestions. So she came up with, what was it?
1: Could have been better sex stories.
0: Such a doctor thing <laughs>
1: Hey, because right, like I don't think it's fair to call certain things like I don't like the idea of that like it's good or it's bad, right? But there are certainly events that you know could have been better. And we're going to talk about ways that maybe they could have been better, or ways to build on them—room for improvement.
0: Room for improvement. I still think "really shitty sex stories" was a much better title. Personally, it's, it's grabbing. It's got that kind of power. Like, oh, this could be good. You know, what are we calling this again? See, you know, I don't like the title when I can't remember it. When I am like, re- repeat it again, repeat. Then
1: again. I must presume that you don't like anything we do. <laughs>
0: That's fair. (laughs) That is. If
1: if you not remembering something means that you don't like it, I just have to presume that 70% of life is just drudgery for you.
0: (laughs) You know me so well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, today's title, (laughs) which uh, alarms me that you do not recall uh, because it was written for you. Wow. Could have been better sex stories.
0: Could have been better sex stories. The goal with this segment, folks, is going to be that eventually we would like folks to, you may anonymously send us, could have been better sex stories to universityofpleasure.com. Just go there and click on our website and you'll be able to send us could have been better sex stories. I'm repeating it really for myself, so I don't forget as we continue on through this process. Um, but then we will read your story aloud, and then the doc will anonymously. give— Anonymously.
1: Anonymously. Yeah, of course,
0: anonymously. I'm not going to be like Jack O'Brien from West <laughs> Virginia at this address said I had sex with so-and-so, and that'd be bad. Of course, anonymously. Of course. Except I'm about to tell a story, which clearly is not anonymous, but it is a true sex story. And the idea is the doc is going to give feedback as to how we could have improved that scenario and also talk a little bit about maybe why it wasn't good. Maybe, you know, basically this is really a test for her to see how good she is thinking on her feet and not having any kind of written down commentary. So we're putting years of education, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of schooling, to test.
1: You know, interestingly, none of those statements were hyperbole. (laughs) That is is literally, years and hundreds of thousands of dollars. That is accurate, (laughs) exactly.
0: I feel so good at moments like those that I didn't spend a dime. And look at me now, folks
1: and yeah. i can and I can tell every penny you spent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, Doc. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So, here is our newest segment. Folks out there listening to the University of Pleasure could have been better sex stories. And our first sex story happened to me, The Jeremiah James.
1: I mean, I don't know that it happened to you. I think you facilitated it.
0: <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! You will okay. When I tell you this story, you will understand that I didn't facilitate this. Okay.
1: I mean, I, I'm saying you were an active part. You facilitated portions of it, and then in return, certain
0: things happened. No, that's 100% not true. I don't. I don't really understand what it was that you just said, but I'm. I'm assuming it's not true. So the point <laughs> is, this is you know. I'm just gonna tell the story. Let the audience decide. And right, then worry, once I'm finished, we'll take a quick break, then we're gonna come back, and I'm gonna be doctorified by the doc, but in an unprofessional setting, correct? It's not like you're actually doing the doctoring thing. No, we're
1: not doing we're not doing therapy. This is we're not just a therapy session. Sex,
0: this is not a therapy session. I have my own therapists. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. So here's our story. I was seeing a woman. This was oh, quite a while back, but she was absolutely gorgeous, very talented, um, and we hit it off right away. And we started um, having a very passionate sexual relationship, and it was always very exciting, like kind of throwing each other up against the wall and like doing all these really fun, sexy things. Um, and as time went on, over like I want to say like a, probably about a week and a half or more, I started to notice that there were some strange things happening that I couldn't put my finger on. She was an excellent lover, all of those things, but there was like a, a how do I say it's like the movement was strange. Like I would be making a a, a movement and and she would moan it it. it Parts that seemingly she wouldn't supposedly be moaning at, and
1: wait, wait one second, you are like the timing. Are you saying yeah, like, the like timing, timing was
0: off, and like you know, you would do something that you would think would elicit you know a, a response, and it didn't. But then something that you would think wouldn't elicit some kind of sexual response did, and it was just it was kind of confusing, and so we. Finished uh, having sex at one point. And I just said, you know, can I ask you an honest question? And she was like, of course. And I said, are you enjoying this? Like, are you having a good time? I said, I just kind of feel like maybe, you know, something something's up. And I kind of explained these, like, and I could see, like, she started to get kind of almost panicked. And I was like, because... Uh, I'm having – she's like, are you having a good time? I mean, I'm having a great time. Why would you think I'm not having – I said, well, you know, I do something and you kind of react, but then I'll do something else. You don't react at all. And I just – I want to make sure that you're having a great time and that if there's anything I can do to make it better or, you know. or Can, things, I, can
1: I pause you? I am in the middle of a story. I know. Why but are you can pausing just, me? You're going to interrupt the flow. I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. <laughs> uh. I wanted to say that – Right off the bat, one of the things that I liked is that you noticed that something fell off and that you were checking in. I think it's good to check in. So I just wanted to give you some positive feedback around checking in about sensing that something wasn't going so well. That's all.
0: Okay, I'm going to take that only because it was positive feedback.
1: (laughs) That seems seems about right.
0: (laughs) So thank you, Doc. And, yes, I was checking in. I want to make sure it's a good time. You know, I'm a firm believer that everybody, you know, sex is like Chinese food. Everybody should get their cookies. You know what I mean? And I don't mean the cookies are an orgasm, but we should all be having a good time. And, uh, you know, the cookies are, you know, part of it. Anyway, you understand the metaphor. My point is, (laughs) okay, then I was checking in. And I was being really, really great, as the doc is saying right now, for checking in.
1: I didn't. Um, I didn't say that. Yeah, I didn't you did. So
0: really, really the, great. and I was just talking with her, and she got really kind of emotional. And in the process of getting really emotional, I I said, "Are you you know?" I said, "Are you okay? You seem really upset." She's like, "I'm not upset. I just I'm having a great time, and I don't know why you would think that I'm not." And I'm like, "I, I just wanted to see if there's anything I could do to make anything better." And and it's really it's I'm having a wonderful time, and you're so stunning, and you know we're going back and forth, and then finally she bursts into tears. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, what? You know, like, like genuinely thinking, like, what is wrong, you know? And I said, hey, are you okay? Like, I mean, I'm so sorry. I really didn't mean to upset you like this. I said, you can talk to me. Like, it's really not a big deal. And she's like, I have something I need to confess to you. And then, of course, I start to get, like, nervous. I'm like, oh, what could you possibly need to confess to me? <laughs> you know, of course, and the only kind of thing you can think of in those kind of things is like, you know, STD, like I yeah. have an STI or, and I didn't want to tell you or, you know, and all these kind of things. So I started like, keep it together, man. Keep it together. Keep, you know, <laughs> like don't, don't show her that you're all of a sudden panicked.
1: Don't jump to conclusions. Don't jump to a
0: conclusion. Thank you, Doc, which is, you know, I didn't, I didn't, but I was, I was getting nervous. Because she was very upset and saying she had to confess to me something. And I'm like, ah. and that's when she said to me, um, I have no feeling in my vagina. And, of course, I just looked at her with this kind of like blank look. And, of course, you know, there was a part of me that was like, oh, phew, okay, that's it. You know, like that, okay, that's, you know. I'm just glad I was okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> <It's> just...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about me, I was and thinking I about thought me, really good that I was okay.
0: And I was glad I, I was okay.
1: Can the... I clarify uh, some language you're using quickly? Because it's yes. a good moment. When she was saying she has no feeling in her vagina, was she saying that she has no feeling like inside of her? or because, Or was she saying that she has no feeling in her vulva, like the outside area?
0: She said to me. I say that because
1: sometimes people don't know know that right like that, those things are actually called different things the vagina is inside the vulva is outside i she said
0: vagina i think she meant vulva because then as the story continues i think you'll understand what i mean and like what you know what i mean and i of course got over the panic of realizing it wasn't about me and there wasn't a problem and that you know i said okay well that's okay you can talk to me like explain and she said i've been to doctor's I feel pressure. I feel when a man is in me and I become aroused and I can get wet, but I don't feel anything. I only feel pressure. I don't feel pleasure of any kind. And I, you know, I enjoy being with you because I enjoy all of the other things that go along with it, but I don't feel anything in my vagina, which is making me say I think she means of all of right? And so- And then she said that uh, she's never had an orgasm, that she's been to many doctors and and that they've – she's been to therapists and all these other things and that she she doesn't have any feeling. Wait.
1: Rewind because it is important. So – sorry because you want me to to understand the scenario. Yes, I do. (laughs) I'm I'm going to be nitpicky. So she was saying that she doesn't feel anything inside. So then she – so that would be vagina. So she's not feeling any kind of pleasure inside and then outside. This is just really more – probably not for this person but just more for – the people that are listening, right? So the outside, like the clitoris, the lips, like labia, right? Like that would be the vulva. So was she also saying she didn't experience anything like clitorally? Yes. Got it. Okay. So maybe both. Yes. Both it, maybe it, she I was think using. The whole area of... was
0: on like a, a numb factor. There was no, Got it. Okay. nothing, nothing was, you know, it, it all worked and functioned properly, in quotes, you know, but she had no feeling. There was no, you know, Um, use of a vibrator could help or use of, you know, what. there just was no intercourse. She felt pressure, but it was all kind of numb is the way that she put it.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. And I was like, oh my God, like that's just the saddest thing I've ever heard. You know, she's like, but I really do enjoy being with you. And I'm like, I enjoy being with you. It's And she's like, you don't want to not be with me? I'm like, of course not. Like that's, you know, I wouldn't, you know, but the good thing is I looked at her and smiled, and I'll never forget. It. I was like, But I have a doctorate in <laughs> cuntilingus, and I will be did the one. Did you say,
1: please, please, one second? <laughs> did you say cunnilingus? Yes, with a I T? did. Uh, are you making that as a joke? Please say yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Versus cunnilingus? That's what I said. I because... just emphasized the T a little too much.
1: There is no T in cunnilingus. Yes, I
0: know, but it's it's the French version. You don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Only because okay?
1: you literally just said, I have a doctorate in cunnilingus. <laughs> I just really need to pause for one minute. <laughs> I have a doctorate in biology. <laughs> you mean biology? No, biobogy. <laughs> yep. Sounds like it. Great.
0: You're getting a little nitpicky here, Doc. This is my story, okay? I mean,
1: when you make sweeping statements, (laughs) having to doctorate in something, and then you say the word wrong, it just feels. (laughs) I
0: didn't say it wrong. I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable, and that was Uh, all.
1: And added a letter not in the word. You, Doc,
0: most of our audience would not have even... They would have thought I said it right. Tomato, tomato. And and I am
1: here to help expose (laughs) (laughs) the
0: cracks.
1: (laughs) Fine. You know, in our way of thinking, and that includes you and myself.
0: Fine. I said it wrong. I said it wrong. I say a lot of words that I think are important, and I sometimes say them wrong. I freely admit it, okay? I'm not ashamed
1: you know what jeremiah i admire your risk-taking i like your big bold statements not knowing all the facts i'm just glad (laughs) clearly she
0: didn't know at the time because she didn't comment when i said it clearly and correctly.
1: i'm not gonna lie i think she was distracted with other
0: things (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly exactly so can i get back to the story now that you fixed my 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 verbal grammar is that even a thing you fixed my i don't even know what it's called anyway the point is i was like look I got this, okay, I can totally, we could explore together, you know, this isn't a long time ago when Jeremiah was just a little bit more on the uh, full of himself in in the bedroom kind of a spectrum, where I didn't really have, you know, I just was like, I'll, I'll be the one to show you the light, I'll be the one who is going to give you your first orgasm and we're going to figure it out together.
1: This is what you're thinking and this, yeah. or this is what you're saying or both? A little of both. Great. Okay, keep going. <laughs> okay.
0: So uh, the next time we got together, I was like, I will go down on you. And, you know, which is something she had said hadn't happened a lot because she hadn't asked for it very often because she didn't have feeling down there. So in my arrogance, I am going to show her the light, right? So I go down there and I'm I start going down on her. And I truly enjoy going down to a woman. Like I love it. Like I could pitch a tent down there. I love it. And I could be happy to stay there for a grand old amount of time. And so I'm down there. And I'm trying everything. I mean I'm pulling out all the stops. You know finger, no finger, you know, uh angles Tongue motion, up, down, left, right, circular, reverse circular. I mean, I'm doing the cunnilingus gymnastics.
1: See? There it is.
0: Well done. Thank you very much, Doc. And nothing seems to be working. Now, it's to the point where I was down there, and this is not an exaggeration, for almost two hours, which is an extended amount of time, okay? I mean, we took a couple of small breaks here and there to like talk and see how she was feeling and, and to check in sort of thing. And then finally, and I mean finally, I had hit the jackpot. It was like the right combination of like reverse circular, a little bit of up and down and a little bit of finger and she jolted, you know, did the, like the uh and then like made a noise. I was like, that's it. I knew I would find it. I knew I would unlock it. I would be the one to make this happen. The grand so of course, wizard what the grand wizard <laughs> correct so i do all those same things again and nothing happens okay now i'm confused because that was clearly what i had been waiting for the reaction you know so i do everything again still a third time nothing happens and then I do something totally different that had nothing to do with anything that i'd already been trying At this point like the under part of my tongue is swollen like super swollen and extremely sore because i was not going to give up because oh. i was going to see this through to the end right?
1: you're, a, you're a fighter
0: i am a- i'm a fighter and i'm a giver and i wanted to see it happen and your ego required it it wasn't about <laughs> ego it was about my giving nature it, we'll talk about it. Okay. So <laughs> Let's the, keep going. <laughs> so finally, after trying those three things that didn't work, I do something totally different that's not related to any of the tactics I was just doing. And my tongue is swollen, and I'm starting to get sore. My jaw is really hurting. And then finally, I did something else that it was totally unrelated, and she jolted again. And I was like, "But <sighs> wait a minute!" So literally, I was like, I like look up slowly from like between her legs. And I realized she was sleeping. And the reason that she literally was jolting, you know, when you start dozing off because you're relaxed, and then all of a sudden you do that jerk thing and you kind of like wake yourself up a little, but then you start to doze again and then you jerk again. I was like, Are you sleeping? (laughs) But it was more like because my mouth and everything was so swollen, I was like, Are you sleeping? Because I had been working really hard and really diligently. And she went, oh, Noah, no, it really feels so great. I was just so relaxed that I just, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I was like, I, I, I don't think I've ever truthfully, and I've had some could be improved upon sex moments in my life.
1: Could have been better.
0: Could have been better. Could have been better. <laughs> and still you know i was i felt really really defeated mm. that i couldn't do that for her and and figure out a way that brought her joy in the way that she felt very emotional and and, and frustrated about and uh for about three days or four days afterward, my face hurt, and I couldn't drink orange juice because of the burning under my tongue because it was so swollen. And it could have been better. It could have gone better, yeah. So I think... that's my story, Doc. Do
1: you want me to do you want me to start talking now, or do you want to take a break?
0: <laughs> I think I need a break. I need a
1: break. You need a break. Okay. You take a break? Get a little water, readjust, and then we'll chat.
0: We'll be right back. And we're back. I took a moment to collect myself after reliving my uh, could have been better sex story for the doc.
1: Thank you for sharing.
0: You're welcome. And you know, it was you know, one of the craziest things was like I really did just want to try to find a way where she could live her life in my eyes to the fullest, you know? And even though, you know, like uh, and it, just to be clear, like when I realized that she was asleep and then she woke up in I mean, everything stopped because you would never you know, I would never continue on doing anything if somebody was asleep yes, for that's consent important reasons for and consent. so many yeah. other reasons. But, you know, obviously, when I asked her that question, she woke up and we instantly stopped and then talked about it. You know, so I just uh, it it could have been better. So, therefore, Doc. Yeah. I want you to think at your feet. Give us some insight. Show all the people that your education was worth it. Come on.
1: (laughs) No, no pressure. Um, (laughs) I I think just a. There's a few things. I'm I'm trying to figure out who to start with. You or maybe some of the struggles she was having. But you're here. Don't I'll start about with
0: me. I'm i I'm great, so I'm not worried. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, well, Jeremiah, as you look back at this event, <laughs> right? <laughs> as you look back at this event, before I go into what I think maybe could have been better in terms of maybe some of the things you were trying, do you have any sense of what could have been better from your end? No, <laughs> okay. I think right. everything well,
0: I did was right in the money. I was uh, twenty four really? or twenty five and I yeah. was, you know, and I was trying to be helpful and giving and caring, and I was listening. And I think Jeremiah at twenty five um did a great job. I did a great. job. Well,
1: you know what? I do think there were things that you, it sounded like you, you know, you checked in with her about what was going on. I think that that was really good. And that was I think that's a great thing to do. It sounds like you were, you know, caring and warm for the most part. I think that was really good. Thank you. Thank um, you very much. So those are things that I think that you did very well. Thank you. Um, Some uh, uh, qu- some quick notes. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Some quick notes on things that maybe could have been better. Okay. Let's let's start with my favorite topic, which is your ego. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what little, mean and, you, Doc?
1: And, and a little bit about how that might have been playing a role in this particular sexual event. <laughs> uh-huh. No, I think... You know, I I hear in all seriousness, right, like I hear you talking about it and it's clear that, you know, you were coming from a good place. Right. Yes. But there's a couple different sort of themes that stand out. Right. When people are struggling and feel self-conscious about something, maybe that their body's not doing that they want it to do or they feel like it should do or, you know, we've talked before in podcasts about how sometimes that leads to this sense of feeling broken.
0: Right. And that can be
1: a really difficult sensation and experience for someone to have. And so as much as like you being like, hey, I'm going to help you might have been, you know, uh, uh, coming from a really good place. At the same time, you know, if you kind of put a lot of pressure on like, I'm going to be the one to solve this riddle. I'm going to be the one to solve this problem. In certain ways, you're sort of reinforcing this idea of like you're broken. Right. Like and, and that's not a purposeful thing. Right? I'm not saying that you would do that purposefully, but sometimes that, like, we're going to stay in this bed, <laughs> right? And, and
0: Wait a minute, clarity... we were you there? Did you hear <laughs> what I said?
1: <laughs> we're going to stay in this bed literally to the point of injury <laughs> until we fix what's broken, right? right? And so I think from a certain perspective, and again, like, I understand that that comes from, for the most part, probably a pretty good place. Although I would argue that I think a little bit to some percentage of that pie was probably your ego I... and wanting uh... to, to be the, the the like, vulva wizard, the vagina <laughs> wizard. The breaker that... of chains.
0: I wanted to be the one to <laughs>
1: Yeah, like to set her free, right? Yes. Because the-
0: I, listen, in all honesty, I get it. I that Of course, there was arrogance in there. I'm 100% with you there. Yeah. I'm <laughs> humble enough to be able to say that there oh, was a bit is. of arrogance in there <laughs> at the time.
1: Jeremiah's <laughs> weekly humility.
0: <laughs> Just got to be real.
1: Assertion. Okay. Um. <laughs> But, you know, so I think but beyond sort of you, I think that that's a common struggle, right? Like in these sorts of dynamics, right? Like someone saying, oh, I'm having a problem or they're just saying there's a problem that I'm experiencing. And, you know, it's like what we talked about in our last podcast that oftentimes then rather than trying to understand the problem or understand how someone feels about the problem, um, people try to rush to that problem solving space. Right. We talked right. about that with low desire actually last week in our podcast, right. Uh-huh. Where people are like, there's a problem. Let me fix it. Right. Right. And in that And in that letting me fix it, right, then people, two things get to happen. People get to feel accomplished and they also, you know, they get to feel like a hero. And that's more of the ego side of things. And I'm not saying that that's like 100% ego, right? But I do think to a certain degree, there's a self-serving component of that. And, you know, to a certain degree, a partner might appreciate a little bit of problem solving. But I think it's about like balance right like when i think about the dynamic that you're talking about and again i don't know this person she might have been really grateful to you for taking two hours going down on her and trying to figure it out or she might have been laying there for half the time to most of the time thinking about how i know how this is going to end but i guess i'll let him knock himself out and try you know what i mean wow (laughs) that
0: just cut I don't know. I don't know.
1: God damn it, Doc. (laughs) Sorry. What part about that?
0: That one just made me go like, oh, oh, God, oh. I guess I'll just (laughs) let him knock himself out.
1: (laughs) Well, you know... I think the reason I say that is sometimes when people have a struggle that they've been having for a long time. Okay, like, for instance, I've had chronic migraines my whole life. Right. And a lot of times when I tell people about that, people are like, oh, have you tried this? Or like, (laughs) here, you should take some ibuprofen. And I'm like. Yeah, man. I, uh, I've thought about that. I thought about that.
0: Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that piece of advice. Right.
1: Like, you know, this person, she was just, and again, I don't know. She might have a totally different version. Again, she might have actually been really appreciative of it. But for some people, but I get this, this you, but
0: I'm getting this very strong sense that you don't believe that well i don't know
1: right like the reality is this i am thinking about common psychological trends yes right yeah and there are always variances to those trends so you could have someone that was like hey but you're, this woman told you that she had been to a number of doctors, talked to a number of people, right? Yes. Which may have meant, you know, that she was in a place where, you know, for her, it was something that clearly she was maybe self-conscious about, given the fact that she started crying when you were talking about yes, it and was like did, yeah. emotionally wrought for her. But at the same time, she'd obviously looked for a number of solutions, right? And so when people have been in that space where they've there's like a chronic issue and they've been trying to figure it out, right? Sometimes it to them might not feel like oh okay like you have the key all right cool never mind that like three years of doctor's appointments that i went to with literal experts
0: like which truly like you know in all all jokes aside like really does show a level of arrogance on my part at 25 (laughs) like i know you've been to real doctors i know you've been to other people i know you've actually had tests done but my tongue holds the key (laughs) right and that's that's pretty epic yeah
1: right i don't think it's really about the fact that you spent two hours trying that would be a problem i think it's more about the attitude around it right like i think like in my sort of mind's eye if i were to like rewrite that script like it would be you could still spend two hours but like let's take two hours and just see what happens and if nothing happens cool and if something happens great you know like taking that pressure off that like there should be a particular outcome from the two hours you spent right Right. like sure it's it's a nuance but it's a really important nuance right like i am all four partners that are like oh like we can try some stuff but trying to find like that balance of like problem solving against like also like you know but like she told you something to me that feels like a really important cue which is i still get a lot out of this right she She was right she did i hear you correctly like she was saying like. Yeah. Like I like I really enjoy this. Like I enjoy the sexual energy. I enjoy whatever it is. And that's the thing. Like sex isn't just have like sexual enjoyment, sexual pleasure. That's not just happening in somebody's genitals.
0: Right. Yes, like that's happening. And we've in talked about brain. that in other podcasts. That's a very good point because we have talked about it in other episodes where, you know, it's far more than just intercourse and far more than just getting to orgasm. And, you know, right. so I think that's a really good point.
1: Right. It's so, you know, she was telling you that, like, it sounds like and again, I'm not talking to this person, but she was telling you that there are some other really um, amazing and wonderful things that she gets out of being sexual with someone. Right. And I think and and this isn't I actually wouldn't pin this one on you, Jeremiah. I think culturally we're like you're supposed to have a particular sexual experience. You're supposed to enjoy sex for a particular reason, right? Like you were maybe at that time operating from a narrative of like, and it should be for this very specific, like you get an orgasm or you get like some type of specific pleasure.
0: No, oh, yeah. No, listen, th- there is no doubt in that. I mean, I was definitely coming from this place of like genuinely felt horrible that you know, because, you know, all you can do is, you know, think about yourself in moments like those when somebody tells you, oh, my God, if my dick had no feeling like Jesus, you know, like, oh, my, that would be like the worst thing in the world. Right. So, of course, you feel empathy for the person and, you know, sympathy and you're like, I'm going to fix this and we're going to, you know, you should have these great things that I feel, too, and other people feel. And so it really did come from this place of, of genuinely, you know, thinking like, oh, that that's a shame, you yeah. know. And I would love I? to be able to figure this out with you. Maybe it just was, you know, And in my brain, even at 25, I was thinking maybe it would be because it's me, which is obviously very arrogant that I could obviously do something that all these other docs could do. Couldn't figure out and whatnot all true specialists who literally went to school for that specific thing. But uh, also at the same time, in my brain, it was like, you know. Maybe because we have some special connection, you know, maybe that we, you know, I start thinking all these other things that maybe there'd be a way that that was just why and not a clinical thing. And, you know, again, a bit of arrogance in there as well.
1: Yeah. Well, and to be fair to you, Jeremiah, like, I think that that's like a very real like we all want to be the hero that comes in and solves the problem. right? like I don't (laughs) think that you're really alone in that. Right. And I, I did you actually say to her, like, that is the saddest thing?
0: No, I did not say those words. Okay. I did say I, that I was very, I was very sorry to hear that. Like I did say, yeah. like I'm okay. so sorry that 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 is something you're dealing with, and that is yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. The only yeah. So that's better.
0: That's the saddest story I've ever saddest heard. Saddest
1: thing I've ever heard. Right. Like it sort of reinforces this this broken sort of sensation because, like a lot of times people's bodies are different. They do different things. A lot of times somebody's body might not just do the thing that they want it to do in the way that they expect it to do it. And like orgasm or sexual pleasure is a very common area where this happens. Like I might very frequently have people come in and be like, Hey, like I, you know, I'm using, I don't know, let's, cause this may be parallel to this. Like I'm using vibrators and stuff and like, I'm trying other things and I just don't feel much. Right. And then I'll have other people that'll be like, I use a vibrator and it is so sensitive that like, I can't even handle the sensation because I'm so sensitive. Right.
0: Right, It's on
1: Like, touch and sort of that stuff that sense the sensory stuff is on really a continuum and some people might need a lot of sensation in order to feel something and some people might need very little and you know every body is so different but what a lot of us have in common is sort of the expectation that we should all be having the same experience right right and so people get really concerned when they don't feel like they're having the experience they should be having and a lot of times the work that i do with people is not to change the experience they're having but to change how they feel about that experience like for instance if I was chatting with this person right and if she was legitimately coming to me saying like I'm having distress about this one of the things I would point out were some of the things that she said to you like she clearly was having a lot of pleasure and enjoyment from her sexual encounters with you and why can't those be legitimate types of pleasure, right. Why can't those be legitimate ways to enjoy yourself with another person? Why does the enjoyment that you have have to be the specific thing? And why would I do that? Well, because the less pressure you put on having a specific experience, you know, it means two things. One, it means that you can just really be present with the pleasure that you are having, right? Yeah. Yep. And the other thing is, if part of the reason you're struggling around, like in this person's case, right? Like feeling certain pleasure, um, like in the vaginal vulva area that it might free you up a little bit, right? Because anxiety, right. And being overly focused on something like we've talked about orgasm before, the more you're like thinking about like, I can't come, I should come, I can't come right. Like the less likely you are to have an orgasm, right? Right, Like
0: talking yourself out of it.
1: Because that anxiety or that self-consciousness is really starting to interfere with, like, the literal capacity to experience pleasure. Pleasure is all about being present. And if you're in your head about something, you're literally being kind of pulled out of your body. So in this kind of scenario, one of the things that, you know, just to be clear that I think is really important is how can you help the person and really support, like, the type of pleasure they are having? And being like, oh, well, that's awesome. That's, like... Like, okay, if you want to work, it's sort of like a no big either way sort of approach. It's like, hey, if you want to take some time and for us to try different things, cool. But also, if you're having a good time and that's something that, you know, doesn't feel super important to you, that's also cool. You know what I mean? Like you're sort of taking a both and approach.
0: Yeah. Well, I I think I, I think I hear what you're saying. So, like, if we were to make this a better scenario from my not so good sex story. Um, Could have been better. <laughs> you know, see, I keep doing it wrong, and I'll tell you why I keep doing it wrong is because it should have been shitty sex stories. I I don't want to keep harping <laughs> on this, but it it's gonna. I'll get it down. The point is that if you are saying that maybe if, if we had that conversation, that if I had just been like, hey, look, no big deal, that's so great. I mean, I'm so you know, I wouldn't say I'm sorry that you're you know damaged or you know, I mean, I, which I would never said anyway. But basically saying like. We can try a bunch of things, and if you feel it's not really working, that's what I – you know, what could we do that you're already experiencing pleasure in, like if it's the mental connection or physical connection of just, you know, maybe kissing more or you're just enjoying – whatever those things are that you're already finding so much joy in, how do we build upon just that, you know? Yeah,
1: well, I I would say – and again, this is going to feel real nitpicky, but I think even that is like a little – to problem solve, right? Like, I think it's more of
0: like, I don't know like how to I not can... solve a problem, Doc. I don't, <laughs> I I'm I, it's, it's me, it's, it's, I can, it's in my DNA. Can, like, how I do can I <laughs>
1: feel it? I can feel it. Uh, mine would be like, if I were to role play that, it would be like, same scenario, same exact scenario. This person is saying, like, she starts crying. I think being like empathic, like you were, is helpful. Like, oh my gosh, that sounds really hard. Like, and then following it up with like, but you know, It's fine. Like, what do you want? Like, do you think it's, you know, kind of checking in about like, you know, I'm more than open to try some stuff if you think that that would be helpful. But if not, I'm also cool to just keep having fun the way we were. Like, it doesn't matter to me, (sighs) right? Like, it's not important to me what kind of pleasure or what kind of enjoyment you're having, just as long as we're both having a good time. Like, I just wanted to make sure that you were also having a good time. And if you're having a good time, cool. Like, fine
0: s- you are right that's a better <laughs> thing to say than trying to fix the problem it's fine
1: does it is it making sense to you jeremiah makes like-
0: sense it's why i took the big deep huff of you were correct <laughs> because i'm like ugh, yeah 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 I, right. because
1: i think i think like having a 45-minute conversation about like what are the ways that you have pleasure? How can we enhance those? Like that just really still it's, a, it's just a different version of the same thing.
0: <laughs> love how you just like <laughs> took what I said in like two seconds just made it the dumbest. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Here's a 45-minute conversation about how can we fix these problems?
1: Did I hear you? Did I hear you inaccurately?
0: No, you were correct. Okay. Just every (laughs) once in a while when it's thrown back, Doc, it's just you realize what you said was not as smart as you thought it was coming out the It doesn't matter. Okay.
1: (laughs) But that's what we're doing. We're here to learn. Yes, I'm learning. You can only we can only learn in hindsight, right? Like I like all of us have our own litany of like, whoa, that could have been better. Like (laughs) That's how you learn. We talked about that was our very first episode, right? You only learn from like, quote unquote, failure, right? Like, we only learn from when we look back and we go, that was not as good as it could have been or like that really could have been better. That's such a common human experience. We all have that in common. So (laughs) when we're talking about like, what could have been better? Okay. You know, it sounds like for a 25-year-old, you tried your best. You used the skills that you had at the time, right? But now you're older, and now you can learn new things and try different things. I love the face you're giving me right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because you you basically just gave me a participation trophy for (laughs)
1: No, there were legitimate things that I think you did well the, in that circumstance. You, you,
0: here's your trophy for being a part of that scenario. And uh, now you're older and don't fuck it up. Again. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> as long as we're, you know, in this deep dive in this pool. <laughs> there was one other thing that I did want to say maybe could have been better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. maybe, Give it to me.
1: You spent two hours without looking up, man. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Touché. Touché. Looking up. A few more times, like you know. Look, I'm just
0: glad I didn't, because you probably was asleep a lot longer than I could have. I would have thought. You know, who knows? You know, but but, that
1: maybe would have been better, actually. (laughs) Well, it would have
0: been better. I mean, my face hurt for like three days afterwards. I mean, I certainly would have. Listen, I was going through body signals and what you know, when somebody's signaling you, and you know, you're kind of flying blind. I mean, I, I mean, I looked up a few other times that I, I don't recall, but I'm sure that I looked up more (laughs) times than what. you That's not the. Point. The point is, what could I have improved upon? Well, no, that was
1: that was my point. Get off of me then. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Aren't you glad that you were the. (laughs) No, I want to be very clear because we do want people to send in. There could have been better sex stories. So. I am giving Jeremiah a much harder time <laughs> than I would give. Really, we will just talk about the scenarios and what maybe could have been better, but in a compassionate way, because uh, Jeremiah is my favorite person to give grief to. And I know <laughs> him personally, so I know he can take uh, a little bit of a little bit of, of sharpness. Every a little once bit so. of
0: harsher criticism <laughs> than maybe others would be. given. Listen, I respect you. And, uh, yes, this would not be the normal scenario, I'm sure, with others. who, So please send in your – what are we calling it again?
1: Oh, my gosh. (laughs)
0: Seriously. I keep wanting to say not-so-good sex stories or could have improved. Could
1: have been better. Could have been better.
0: Could have been – Your room
1: room for improvement sex stories.
0: Your room for improvement sex stories or could have been better sex stories. Right
1: whether it's you feel you could have used some improvement your partner more often than not you know there's some bullfand right off right. into that situation
0: right so please do us a favor go to the university of pleasure send us your sex stories that could have been better and uh, you
1: can go to the contact us page I was getting that's... there Oh okay sorry gosh you're a little you're a little uh you're a little defended right
0: now you <laughs> <laughs> i just got <laughs> come on man i just got ring cross hot holes here for all of our audience members this is that it's was just... a it was a tough crisis listen you're you're firm but fair and i respect it <laughs> but, it's not... but i
1: don't like it
0: <laughs> but i don't have to like it okay <laughs> you should have you should have looked up a few more times man like get off of me <laughs> that one there were a couple moments where i was like oh damn i didn't oh that burns <laughs> i'm gonna shake it off i'll be fine i'm gonna enjoy my my time today it doesn't matter okay i learned i'm more grown up now so uh thank you for helping me in this process and uh Please go to the contact page at the University of Pleasure and send us your sex stories. And the doc will have to think on her feet and give you advice in a uh, much nicer doc kind of a way than she would do to good old pal Jeremiah I James. will
1: absolutely be nicer to all of you than Jeremiah. I can—that That is a promise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, everybody, that's all we have for you today. Thank you for tuning into the University of Pleasure and hearing my really shitty sex story. Hopefully it helped you. Could
1: have been better. Could
0: have been better sex story. But I was just, yeah, it could have been, for listening to my could have been better sex story and uh, the doc giving an explanation as to how we could have improved that scenario. And uh, thank you, Doc, for always giving your insight, no matter how much it burns. And uh, (laughs) I am grateful to you as always. And I'm grateful for so much that you do for so many. And uh, if you are enjoying the University of Pleasure, please do not forget to like, share, and subscribe on all of our social media pages, or just check in on the website and send us a message and send us a really great sex story. We love to hear from our fans. Yeah, I love
1: those. Also send like sexual successes, please. I love those.
0: Absolutely. So listen, do us all a favor and take care of each other and yourselves. Be kind. It's not easy out there right now. And uh, even no matter how crazy it gets, do yourself a favor and try to find time for a little bit of your own personal pleasure. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye, Doc. Bye. Bye. This episode of the University of Pleasure was produced, directed, and edited by me, Jeremiah James. It was written by Dr. Tara Jansen and me, Jeremiah James. The University of Pleasure theme music was written by the incomparable Robert Felstein. And special thanks to our new associate producer, Kyle Binkley. And please remember, we want to be as inclusive as possible of the diverse experiences of others here at the University of Pleasure. So please email us your suggestions for topics that might be suited to you directly, questions, feedback, or just really great sex stories at contact at universityofpleasure.com.